Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, your host. I'm pleased to be with you today on a very nice, warm and clearing day in northern Nevada. Can you believe all that smoke we've had lately? I mean, I took a travel to the West Coast recently, and I was getting smoke from Northern California and from Southern California and from the smoker that was on the motorcycle right next to me in that traffic. I mean, there was smoke (laughs) everywhere, the diesel trucks, you name it. It was pretty gloomy. I'm glad to see that the skies are finally clearing and we're getting a little bit of monsoon weather here in northern Nevada. We're talking about real estate radio, the good things that are happening, the challenges for buyers and sellers, that and more by getting information from the industry experts, the people that are in the field doing the work every day. I'm talking about realtors, lenders, title, escrow, you name it, we get them on the show. Today, we have two great guests that are joining us. We're going to be talking later on the show with Eloisa Phelps. She's a mortgage loan originator at Summit Funding here in Sparks, Nevada, doing a great job there. We're going to find out what some of the people are doing that are challenged in getting a mortgage, one, and then two, having a mortgage opportunity and not being able to find a house. That and more from her when we have her on the show. She is joined by Jason Garbito, and Jason is with Ferrari Lund Real Estate. He's a real estate pro in the sense that he knows the local area. He's been here a long time, and he's been a realtor for a long time, so we're going to get his insight on how northern Nevada has changed since the early 2000s when it comes to buying and selling real estate, and also what he's talking about the opportunities look like or the challenges are in the future. That and more after this quick break. International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. You're tuned in to 1180 AM radio right here in Northern Nevada, and you're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, and I'm glad to talk to you today because it is that time of year, you know, when we get a lot of visitors come into our home, and, uh, you know, it seems like in six months we put in 12 months worth of entertaining. That's pretty rough on your carpets. As we are wrapping up in the heat of the summer, you want to make sure those carpets are great and looking sharp as you're moving into the cooler weather. That's why I recommend CJ's Recommended Carpet Care. You can get all of Jack Whiteley's information at his website, cjscarpetcare.com. Ask him about his pet stain and pet odor specialist treatments. If you have a pet in the house, you've got a dirty carpet, call Extraction Jackson at CJ's Recommended Carpet Care, 829-1551. Tell him Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I have two guests talking about one of my favorite subjects in the world, real estate and real estate for investors. Joining me is Jason Garabito from Ferrari Lund. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks, Peter. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here, too. Have you been having a, an enjoyable summer? Yes, we have. We have, yeah. We are uh, doing some camping and uh, enjoying this better weather than, than Arizona. Yes, yes. <laughs> you, were, you and I were talking before the show how we both lived in Arizona yes. before, and we haven't really thought much about Arizona, maybe, because we're in Reno, but when the heat gets over 100 degrees, it is kind of like the copper state, isn't it? Yes, yes. It gets. Uh, everybody says the same thing, you know, when it, when it gets over 100 does it really make a difference? Exactly. <laughs> you know, one thing I like about northern Nevada, though, that Arizona doesn't have, is at night, it really does cool down. It does. In fact, I, it was over 100 degrees yesterday, and uh, I was cold last night when I was uh, you know, getting some water at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. It was actually getting cold. Uh, good, you know, you have good extremes going, so you don't have to live with that heat all day, but it can really wear you out in the daytime. Uh, yeah, um, you, you're right about that. Arizona does not cool down in the middle of the night. It's It, it could be 100 degrees at 11 p.m. Yeah. Even when you you go for a little walk at night, it, you can mm-hmm. still feel it. In Reno, northern Nevada, it's, it's great about that, yeah. Yeah, I used to tell people, when you're in Arizona, when the sun goes down, the temperature can actually still go up. It can get hotter once the sun goes down. It's very, very strange that part of the country, but it's a beautiful place. Yes, and, uh, yes. And I am looking forward to visiting it this winter. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> should do that. <laughs> also with us in the studio, Eloisa Phelps from Summit Funding. Welcome, Eloisa. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. You know, I'm really glad that you're here. It's been a number of years since you and I have chatted because you and I met many years ago, and I know you were doing a lot of great work in the mortgage world, and it's so nice to know that you're still doing it. 
You know, great things happen for great reasons. And I think when you do the right thing, you will continue to do business as the years go by. It's yeah. uh, important to always take in consideration mm -hmm. the needs of all customers and put them as uh, a priority. Yes, you know, it's, a, it's really kind of a funny business, the mortgage business. I, I've known a lot of people in the mortgage business. And I've talked to a lot of people about people in the mortgage business. And I think still a majority of people think that the mortgage business is about money. And that would mean that the people that work in the business, that's all they're thinking about is money. But I know different, and I know you you know different too. So tell us why it is so important that you don't think about the money. Because the money is uh, secondary. When you take um, in consideration that you are assisting families mm -hmm. to create a legacy, mm -hmm. to teach their children, perhaps those are immigrants that came from different countries and didn't have the opportunities in their particular country mm -hmm. to provide housing and education and all the things that uh, the American dream comes with. Mm -hmm. So for me, helping clients is more than a paycheck. Mm -hmm. It is helping them build a solid foundation so that their children can have an example. They see it on um, develop in their own eyes. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how the Latino community continues to uh, grow and the education becomes more important than anything else. Mm -hmm. and, and I think what you're saying really can cross cultures in any direction because all of the things that you're talking about, I think are important to everybody. Correct. And the other thing I thought you were going to say, and I know you won't say it, but I think one of the reasons money is not important because I know that you work so much harder than the money you get paid for because to be a mortgage lender, I mean, it truly is a full-time job. It's not just eight to five. I know what those hours are. <laughs> I mean, you have people that call you, I'm sure, in the evenings, on the weekends. Correct. Uh, and they need things fixed before they can even move forward. And I know there's a lot of time and hours there. And uh, it w a lot of people think it's easy just to say, you know what, I'm, I'd rather not do that one or that deal. But I know that's not the case. So share with us how you deal with those kinds of challenges when they come your way. Uh -huh. A lot of times if a person <coughs> needs the extra attention to uh, take care of credit or any other issues that mm -hmm. they may be having, the approach that I take, I always think, what if it was my mother? What if it was my brother? Mm -hmm. I really take a look as they really need the help. And I know that I don't get paid for that. I know that it's mm. long hours, but the reward <coughs> that comes from assisting a family yeah. to um, obtain the dream, mm. it's uh, far more important mm. than uh, looking at the hours that I'm gonna put in. Well, now I know why you do such a good job because you look at every deal, you take it personally like it's family. I do. In my business, in the advertising business, there's a, a great mentor that I have from the 1940s and 50s, his name was David Ogilvy. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that David said about advertising is he says to the people making commercials and TV spots and radio, he said, remember that the, the listener, the customer is not stupid. It's not a mm -hmm. stupid person. In fact, think of that customer, that listener, that's your wife. Mm -hmm. And whatever you say to that person, you have, to, you have to be honest, it has to be truthful, you have to be able to live up to it. It has to be presented in a respectful way. Well, it's essentially the same thing that you're doing, Eloisa. You're treating your clients like your family because you have that much attention that you put into it. I know that you do that because of who you are, and I also know that you do that because of Summit Funding. And I know yes. how Summit Funding operates. That company operates the way you're talking to me about. Yes, and I do have a great mentor, which is Lou Carr. He is an awesome manager, and I am delighted to be working for him. If I had to get in the car, it would be Lou Carr. Lou Carr is going to get me where I need to go. I always told me you should do that for advertising, right? Get in the car, Lou Carr. I love Lou, too. I'm glad that you're here with us today. We're going to talk more about your work and Summit Funding a little bit later on the show. Thank you. Jason Garabito. Jason, uh, in the real estate world, uh, it's a lot like that for you, I'm sure, right? Because uh, the, there's the money factor that's in the world, but you know, I know the challenges of doing real estate deals, especially now when, I mean, it is a challenge to find the right home for the right person and then pull the trigger right now. Yeah, no, you're right. You know what, I'm, I'm with uh, um, Eloisa uh, in the fact that we, we try to uh, help our clients the best we can, see them as family. We get a lot of personal satisfaction, if you will, um, that we run, we go to the barbecue ribs at the beginning of September or Haragos nights 
and we run into past clients and yeah. they're really happy to see us. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the kids know know who we are. Mm -hmm. um, they're they're happy that we get them that we were able to get them into a property, into a house, <coughs> into a home more than a property or a oh, house. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. So um, I, I think that when you see clients like that, um, you know, the money, you know, it's secondary and it will come, you know, mm -hmm. because it's a referral business and if mm -hmm. we do a good job for our family. Um, they will refer clients to us, and mm -hmm. if we keep doing that to them, it'll it'll keep coming. Oh yeah, when you run into your clients on the street, I mean it's a great feeling uh, because you know you've done a good job for them. Yeah. And I know people in the real estate world, the majority of them, not all of them, but the majority of them are, they are they are grateful for the work that we do for them. But uh, even when maybe the client doesn't appear to be grateful or or they're truly not, uh, I know that you take personal satisfaction in what yeah. you do because. Listen, the money can be spent and it's gone in a day or two. Yes. The way you feel when you help somebody put their life together or improve their life, that uh, that's a whole different level of satisfaction yeah. for the work that you do. Yeah, and very challenging, you know. Um, uh, we were running some, some stats, you know, uh, over the last uh, few days and looking at what the market offers right now. In the whole Reno Sparks area, including south of Reno all the way up to Cold Springs, Red Rock, we have only about 175 houses for sale under $300,000. Mm. You know, and and it, it's incredible what's happening out there. You almost have yeah. to line up in order to, uh, you know, go inside a house and show it to your clients because there's two or three people behind you. Um, so that's one of the challenges <coughs> we're having. Um, <coughs> you know, when it comes to if somebody wants to buy a condo or a townhome, we only have 132 of those available. You know, manufactured mm. housings, we only have. 47 of those oh, my gosh. on their 300. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, total, uh, we're looking at less than, you know, 500 houses available on their 300. And, and it's insane what's happening out there. And that's what's driving prices up. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Supply and demand, right, Pete? That's, that's Supply and demand. And, you know, it seems like, you know, normally you could think, well, I'll just wait till the demand gets a little lower and then uh, I'll just jump in then. But, my gosh, can we really wait that long? The way the prices are going, the numbers we get from the association on the median home prices, yeah. they keep going up and up and up. So everybody's looking for alternatives or any ability to get into the home. When we come back from this break, I want to talk with my guest, Jason Garabito and Luisa Phelps from Summit Funding. We're going to be talking about maybe some alternatives, maybe ways to buy a home. If you can't figure it out yourself right now, you need to hear the expert advice. We'll be right back. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert, I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery? Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune into our show today. In the studio with me on Nevada Real Estate Radio today, I have two guests. Jason Garabito is with us, and he's with Ferrari, Ferrari Lund Real Estate. Kind of a tongue twister there. Like the car. <laughs> Ferrari Lund. Ah, boom, boom. And we also have Eloisa Phelps, mortgage lender at Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. That's a nice office you're in, Eloisa. It's a gorgeous office. Yeah, you guys keep remodeling there and making that thing nicer and nicer. No wonder nobody leaves. Everybody loves working there. It's a happy office for sure. Yeah. It's a very upbeat atmosphere. Oh, yeah. You know, Lou Carr, you were talking about him in the last segment. He really is a great manager. Uh, talking to him as a person, and I, uh, although he and I never worked directly in the mortgage business, uh, he was down the street, and I knew he was doing a great job. I heard good things about him, and when I did finally meet him, and he contributed so much to our radio show, and I realized why. He's just got a great way of communication. He does. He's an amazing man, very kind. Um, his wife, Anina, uh, works in our office, and it is just an office where everybody is respectful, and the atmosphere is, is just of let's get it done. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I We like, like that. Right. I like the fact that Summit Funding is what it is. It's not a place to go get a car loan, uh, make a deposit in a drive-through bank, uh, you know, ask about a uh, you know, home improvement loan. 
you know, a personal loan. It's only about one thing. You guys only do one thing, mortgages. We just do mortgages. We specialize on that. We understand that uh, financing your home is the biggest expense you are ever going to incur. And therefore, we treat you like a family. We are very careful with everything that we do because we know that money, it's, I mean, it's a, a big issue any time that you are dealing with a large amount of money. And for that particular reason, I want to make sure that um, all the information is disclosed to our clients, that we are always looking for ways to save money and to make their money's worth um, for their transaction. Well, absolutely. Everybody wants full disclosure nowadays and make sure that they're not unfairly taken advantage of, like some people were taken unfairly advantage of during the mortgage and housing crisis of the yeah. early 2000s. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, let's face it, you know, Lisa, I hear a lot about mortgage fraud and I hear a lot sometimes about fraudulent loans, uh, predatory loans. Mm -hmm. <coughs> you know, I've never even been close to one of those. I've, I've read about them and I've heard about them, but never had been close to one, never worked with somebody with one. I think that probably 99% of all the mortgage lenders never even were involved in any mortgage fraud or, or uh, any kind of loans that that are predatory loans, but because of that, we all have to be aware of that. We yeah. all have, they're all fees now that are protecting people from that. Because nowadays, if you're working with a reputable, com reputable company like Summit Funding or any of the other big institutional banks, they all follow the same rules, right? Correct. All tight rules, full disclosure, no hidden fees, no last minute changes. Everybody has plenty of time before they have to sign. Correct. And, you know, as a loan officer, the main thing is if you want repeat business, you got to treat people with respect and have to explain many times, if mm. necessary, all the fees that are associated with the purchase mm -hmm. um, of a home. Yeah. You know, when I was in the mortgage lending business, one of the things that was kind of tough for me to always remember is, in a way, you're only as good as your last deal. I mean, every deal is different. Yes. And every deal is challenging in different ways. And you almost have to be like a magician sometimes, I think, to be a great mortgage lender, Eloisa. <laughs> but I know how it happens. It's you and the team, right? Correct. I mean, can you really do it without a team? No, no. You would need the right backup support. And um, I do have Team Phelps, which um, we always have one goal in mind, and it is to uh, bring you to a complete transaction with the least amount of hassle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Least amount of hassle. You know what? Most people getting into the first mortgage uh, or a real estate transaction, they, they don't really understand that part of it, do they, the hassle? Because, I they, mean, how much hassle can I'm just going to buy a house. It's not that How can it be a big deal? <laughs> yeah? Until they get into it, correct? <laughs> well, that's just it. I, some of the realtors, and Jason, maybe you can tell me about this. Some of the realtors I've talked to, they say that the way a, uh, a prospect looks when they first come to talk to you and they say, I want to buy a house, the day they finally buy the house, how different do they look? Yeah, you know, and, and <laughs> one of the things, uh, I, I work very closely with Eloisa. Um, we do a lot of transactions together. We've been working together for years now. And one of the things I, I like to uh, say to one to a first-time buyer is, um, you know, sadly, it's it's it becomes a bit of a headache. Mm. You know, we would love to tell you that it's going to be a happy experience throughout the whole thing, but but it becomes a bit of a headache, especially with the market we have with inventory so low. Um, you know, we're talking about the appraisal didn't didn't come in, the inspection didn't go through. Uh, now we have uh, rodents in the house. Mm, How do no, we handle that? that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we have to deal with all these things. And we're looking at 30 to 45 days. This is after we found the house, made an offer, and it got accepted. Mm. 30 to 45 days until we finalize the transaction and give them the key. In the meantime, it, it can be a bit of a, a, a headache yeah. for, for, like you said, for people that are buying their first home. Yeah. If I always like to say with Eloisa, if we give you the keys to your house and you at that moment you forgot all the headaches we did a good job yeah right you know what i mean if oh, yeah. if uh if you go oh, i got the house but then you know it, then we didn't do a very good job because you didn't forget it wasn't worth it at the end right well you know any, so, anything really big that's worth getting sometimes it's not easy yes 
Yes, it can be a bit of a, it can be a bit of an asshole. But you know, um, like you said, going to the experts, doing a little research on your own. Now, uh, <coughs> buyers and sellers have a lot of info available to themselves. Mm -hmm. you know, they can do a lot of research on realtors, on uh, loan officers. Um, I always tell people, look at reviews. You know, um, call, make make some phone calls. Mm -hmm. See if, if you can find out if, what this person is all about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. Uh, gladly, you know, we get a lot of referral. You mm -hmm. know, we get a lot of repeat uh, business uh, mm -hmm. for, you know, doing for 15 years, Eloisa for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, but it can be a bit of, can be a bit, a bit of a headache for, for buyers. Yeah, I, I think buyers need to understand, well, like sellers know too, that there's a lot of value in wisdom. Yes. And e nobody attains wisdom without putting in time. You have to have time in the business, time in the world, time in the family, yeah. time in town, whatever it is, but it takes time. And you know somebody coming in with one or two years of experience, uh, they just don't have the knowledge about the area, the fluctuations, uh, the opportunities, and the challenges as somebody that has the depth of experience that you have. Uh, and Jason, that's the value that we like to talk to our listeners about: is always ask questions. Always ask, "What do you know that yeah. I don't know?" And then once you have confidence, when I have confidence in an expert, you know, I don't think every buyer wants to be their own realtor. No, and you're, and you're right. I mean, uh, just to give you an example, you know, there's areas in Reno and Sparks that are in the middle of a flood zone. Mm. That changes. Oh, that right. alone changes the price of your house. Right. The the buyers that can actually buy that property, because now you got to think about flood insurance. Right. Right. And it, and it puts you out of budget. Maybe you can buy a house somewhere where there is no flood insurance, but you love this house, but you can't buy it because now you need to spend another two hundred dollars, one hundred and fifty dollars a month on flood insurance. Yeah, you know, and you gotta know the areas, you gotta know which house, which properties, and you're right. It comes with with time. It comes with you know finding out in the middle of the transaction ten years ago that that house it's on a flood zone. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna give you an example. Back in 2007, a realtor that I was talking to was telling me that she had found a perfect house for me. I was kind of looking for a house around 2007. I thought it was going to get better from there, yeah. right? We know it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but she was showing me this deal that looked really good, and it was on, um, it was on uh, Sparks, not on Sparks Boulevard. It was just off of uh, 395 North in uh, off of Golden Valley, and then way up and around. Okay. And there was a beautiful view of a lake down there called Swan Lake. Okay. And I thought, wow, Swan Lake on one side, I got a little horse property here. But again, I found a little problem there. It was rodents, right, in yep. this house. And I just decided at the end to walk away from it. Well, you know, that place is, if it's not underwater, it's pretty close to underwater yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so for somebody that thinks it doesn't flood or can't flood in northern Nevada like that, I mean, that's major. That's not just for a while. No. That's been over a year. Yep. And, and that's why... You have to know where the floodplains are and what happens if you move to an area that lies low in the terrain, in the Truckee Meadows. Floods happen here. you got to be prepared for it. And if you are prepared for it and you're okay, that's one thing. But if it's a surprise, hello, we're not ready for that. That's, that's big stuff. Jason, if somebody wants to talk to you about real estate and they have to tune away from the radio show, I want to make sure that they get your contact information. Yeah. What is the best way to reach you? Uh, my cell phone. Uh, I'm on, I'm on it 24-7, uh, 775-762-5252. Call me anytime. Shoot me a text. Any questions. It doesn't matter. You'd be right. happy to answer them. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And we have Eloisa Phelps. If somebody wants you at Summit Funding, the best way there. My cell phone number, 775-772-7655. English or Spanish. You can leave a message. You can speak directly to me. You can send me a text. Very good. Eloisa Phelps. I'm going to call you and every other word is going to be in English. Every <laughs> other word is going to be in Spanish. We're going to have some, have some fun with that. That's what we're Why gonna not? Do. Yeah. We're going to talk more about real estate in northern Nevada and what's going on in the rural communities. Plus, how do we get some help for having some challenges putting all those last minute dollars to close a deal? More on that plus Reno Sparks Association of Realtors numbers after this. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. You're tuned into 1180 AM radio here in Northern Nevada, one of the Lotus broadcast stations. You know, the Lotus broadcast stations just celebrated 
50 years of business in Nevada, and we're pleased to broadcast our radio show on such an esteemed station, 1180 AM radio, and it's Nevada Real Estate Radio that we're talking about today. We have two great guests in the studio. Jason, I'm sorry, we can edit that. We have two great guests in the studio. Jason Garabito is with us from Ferrari Lund Real Estate, and also in the studio we have Eloisa Phelps. She's a mortgage lender. We're going to talk about opportunities to buy a home if you're challenged with the prices and the all the financing challenges, the income challenges, you name it. Our job is to look for some alternatives, good things to you can think about to get in that home. And why are people wanting to buy homes in Northern Nevada? A lot of people buy homes because they love the outdoors. And coming up before too long, it's going to be that big event on the Black Rock Desert. And people love to camp every single day, it seems like, in Northern Nevada, because even in the wintertime, people are backpacking around, doing stuff, enjoying the outdoors. One of the things I enjoy taking with me when I go out to the great outdoors is my tritensile. What's a tritensile, you ask? Well, it's a knife, a fork, and a spoon in one nice, handy, and convenient package. It looks like it's made out of regular plastic, but it's not. This is unbreakable plastic, totally dishwasher safe, 100% food grade. The tritensile comes in the mini size, my preference, and the regular size. And when you put these items in the right workload, well, they can even be expanded to be longer than each one is individually. you got to check it out see what I'm talking about. It's the tritensile. Check out their website, tritensil.com. That's T-R-I-T-E-N-S-I-L. And you'll be amazed when you first use your new tritensil. With me in the studio, Eloisa Phelps from Summit Funding and Jason Garabito from Ferrari Lund. What do you think about the tritensil? You ever seen anything like this before? Never, and I like actually like to take a look at it, a closer look at it. And we do camp a lot. You know, uh-huh. my family and I we're big campers. We probably take you know, four to five camping trips a year. So yes, yes. This can come pretty handy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, this is your gift for uh, being on the show with us today, and we're going to look at their other lineups uh, after the conclusion of our radio show. But, yeah, you've got something really special there, Elisa. Thank you very much. You know, this is um, absolutely... Um, it's a great idea. A, a great idea for backpacking. Back mm-hmm. Um, when you are hiking, you go places where you don't want to carry heavy stuff. Right, And right. you're able to just, in a small package, have the uh, utensils needed. All right, let's continue and talk about real estate on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We were talking about finding alternatives for the people that are challenged, you know, cutting a deal in northern Nevada on a new home. Jason, what, what do you say your latest stats show as far as the median home price for the northern Nevada area, Reno specifically? It's well over 400000 right? Yeah, we were looking at uh, the stuff that's going on. Um, we were able to um, run the system today in, in uh, um, a regional MLS, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we found that uh, um, houses in the Reno Sparks area, and it goes down from Double Diamond, South of Reno, Virg- even Virginia Foothills, all the way up to Red Rock, mm-hmm. Cold Springs. Last year, uh, we show an average price of 359286 and this it's everything million dollar homes you know entry level homes right. everything in between mm-hmm. 359 286 for la- for last year now 2018 it's there's a big increase you know the average price now it's a little bit over 408000 hmm. okay mm-hmm. um, it's incredible what's happening in the market um, and then Louisa and I were just talking about it before it was, we got into the show mm-hmm. um, it, it it looks scary <coughs> right um, especially if you you've been here for 20 years mm-hmm. and you saw what happened 10 years ago, um, yeah. but uh, you know when it comes to real estate, you really can't just wait and see what what's going to happen. Make a, like you said, you either make a decision to you know buy something or sell something because mm-hmm. uh, we don't know what's going to happen. The beauty of this market now is that uh, we have a lot of companies coming into town that are actually supporting these mm-hmm. prices. I mean, they're going up because people are buying them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, we have this new companies coming into town um, paying decent salaries now. So it's better, that when it comes to salaries, it's better than it was 10 years ago too. Oh yeah. However, we do have more of a challenge of people from out of state, California specifically, that are moving here as well. True that. So not only do we have to compete with the people, those of us that live here already that maybe we're renting or we want to move to a bigger house, we're competing now with those people and these people from California that are coming. They look at Reno and they say, my gosh, everything's so cheap. Yeah, very true. That's a true <laughs> statement. I was, yeah. I was in Napa Valley this last weekend, 
<clears throat> went to my fiance's high school reunion, and it was in Petaluma, and they were talking about how they're buying property in northern Nevada in Reno because it's so cheap, and it was so it was kind of sad to hear it, you know, in a way mm -hmm. that they still look at us like this, you know, the real estate is just cheap, 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 and I don't like the word cheap a lot, you know. But from their perspective, it is. Yeah. And that makes it a challenge for us here, like I say, to find the right deal. So what are some of the things that our people are doing when, uh, when they, they want to buy a house, but they just can't find a house in their price range? What are some of the things that you're recommending, Jason? Well, you know, uh, one of the things that's uh, becoming, uh, um, I think, a very good option is manufactured housing. All right. You know what I mean? I like manufactured. Um, a lot of people are afraid of them because they have a bad... Uh, reputation, if you will, because you know people are used to seeing the old aluminum siding, the old aluminum roof, the trailer, the trailer. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but now, if you go see the new ones, oh, they yeah. are impressive. Oh yeah. You know, you're talking bullnose corners, GE appliances, 2,100 square feet, mm -hmm. drywall, two by six walls. It's a good option to to get into, and the loans that we have available for stick bill homes are the same loans that we have available for manufacturing mm -hmm. housing. Mm -hmm. You know, VA, FHA, conventional, mm -hmm. uh, zero down payment uh, financing for them. Uh, the credit requirements are similar to it. You mm -hmm. know, so um, we always, uh, I encourage people to go see them. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're looking at a house in Sparks that's three bedrooms, one bath, for $250,000 that was built in 1950. And then we go a little bit north and you look at a brand new house four bedrooms, two bath, uh, for 260, that becomes a better option, especially oh. if you have a growing family. Well, here's the thing about manufactured homes that I like. In most instances, manufactured homes could have more lot size, yeah. more area per property, more area in the yard, mm -hmm. more bigger yard. Um, a lot of them have a quarter acre, half acre, some people want a full acre. And it's a lot easier to range those situations I know with manufactured homes. Uh, as long as it fits the criteria, right? Yes. Because with manufactured homes, you can't get you can't buy an old old manufactured home. I think the year was what 1976. Uh, July 1976, <coughs> somewhere around mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't buy one of those old homes because that's one of the homes I built when I was in college. I used to build <laughs> manufactured homes. It was in the 72. Let me tell you, they were bad, <laughs> bad. You know, that, and therefore that's why they call pre huts, right? Yeah. 1976. That's when they were built before the government got in the middle of it, right? Exactly. Yeah. But the truth is, today's manufactured home. Man, it's it's slick, it's sharp, and they're tight. I've walked in some some people's homes, right? I didn't know if it was a manufactured home or not. They, they they told me I was shocked because yeah. they don't look like it. Once they're set up on the right in the right way, and they're finished off, and you really can't tell that they were a manufactured home, uh, and yet you have a much lower entry cost. Yeah, you have really more customization going in. And then you've got your exterior customization. When it's all said and done, you end up with more for less money. Yeah. And if you like to live in the rural areas like I do, I grew up on a rancho mm -hmm. in Colorado. Well, what a better combination, you know? Yeah. But, but people sometimes they get locked into this thing they gotta buy in the subdivision that their yeah. friends are or yeah. their mom's in or their dad. You know, you gotta, sometimes you just gotta grow up a little bit, right? Yeah. And be a little bit more self-reliant and get out there and get your little ranchito of your own. Yeah, that's what no, I you're recommend. right, you're right. And, and that's what I was saying, you know, when it comes to, to the financing, it's pretty much the same. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. there's, I mean, you still got to provide taxes. You, and, and Eloisa can talk about uh, about that a lot more. Yeah. But, you know, the stigma, it's it's going away now because these oh. things are so impressive. They're really I, yeah, well built. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, I think the, uh, I think if there is a stigma, it's probably from consumers that are too old or yeah. to be interested in buying those uh, things in there because they really are from another generation. Yeah. Eloisa, you and I were talking about Fernley, and I was telling you about my child of Fernley, mm -hmm. and then you mentioned that there are uh, mortgage opportunities in areas outside of Reno, like Fernley. Yes. Tell us about that. Well, on the rural areas, we have 100% financing under a program called USDA. And uh, that is ideal for families that are able to handle the payment. However, they just don't seem to be able to put together the money needed for down payment. So mm -hmm. if you're financing 100% of the purchase price of the home, mm -hmm. then your out-of-pocket uh, foreclosing cost is very minimal. And in many occasions, if we have the right seller and is willing to give you a small portion of that, it's a combination of not having um, to come up with money for down payment, very minimal closing cost, and then voila, you get your um, home. 
Oh, very nice. Well, and uh, the other things about the rural areas, the prices can't be as high as they are in Reno, Nevada. Jason, you were telling me about those figures. They're, they're like $100,000 or more difference uh, yes. once you travel so we're looking at, uh, 30 what, miles. Yeah, what, what uh, uh, Fairly is doing, <coughs> you know, the average pr price now, it's, it's right over 250000 mm -hmm. you know, which when you compare that to Reno and, and, and Sparks, it doesn't buy a very much nowadays. Right. So, uh, but, you know, if you take that little drive, you know, 25, 30 minutes now, uh, you know, and, it, and it's growing. Mm -hmm. It's it's growing. There's a lot of construction <coughs> going out there, and you know, it's just making the decision to to go out there, and it doesn't take you any longer than to go to Cold Springs, right? You know, what I mean, Real which Audi. is yeah, you know, 20, 25 minutes out there too. Yeah, and the difference in Cold Springs is Fernley is really a city. I mean, it's got yeah. things and it's it's growing. Yes, uh, we read recently that Interstate 11, the new big highway from Mexico to Canada, is going up to Phoenix. Las Vegas, and now it's very likely going to be going right on the one of the two sides of Fernley. So okay. I think Fernley's going to pick up a lot of new interest, uh, not only in Nevada, but uh, throughout this new I-11 corridor because, you know, what a great place to have investment property yes. is right mm -hmm. on that corridor if you have a trucking business or you have a retail business. I just really see Fernley growing, and I think that's a great opportunity for people to consider uh, same thing with uh, Yarrington and Fallon and Minden and Gardnerville. Dayton. They're a lot closer than they used to be because of the improvements on the roads. The rural areas don't seem that far away anymore within 50, 60 miles of Reno. And I think more and more people are going to be taking advantage of those special financing opportunities and the prices that are in those areas while they last. Because you know before long, they're going to catch up. You're going to have to drive 100 miles before you get those prices. Very true. <laughs> Yeah, very true. Yeah, so just waiting for that to happen, right? <clears throat> you know it. So investment real estate, uh, that's we talk about that too. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be joined by Sherry Hill. She's the Wealth Protection Diva at Sage International. And find out what she has in mind if you're thinking about growing an investment portfolio of real estate. We'll be right back. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good timing on your getting back to our show with us because we're continuing to join, be joined by two guests from the real estate and mortgage world. We have Jason Garabito from Ferrari Lund Real Estate, also with us, Eloisa Phelps. She's a mortgage loan originator at Summit Funding in Sparks. And joining us for the fourth segment today, Sherry Hill from Sage International. Welcome to join us, Sherry. Thank you. I'm glad I could. So have you ever met Jason before, Sherry? I have you guys not. ever met? Nice not. to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, Aloisa, you know, yes. is this the first time <laughs> with Aloisa? Sure. Yes. I've known Aloisa. <laughs> Aloisa and I have known each other for years because uh, I was in the mortgage business for a while, and I know she's doing some great things. And Jason, I've tried to chase him down all my mortgage career, but we never caught up with him because he's so busy. He's a, a dynamic real estate agent here in Northern. Have you been with Ferrari Lund all those 15 years? Uh, no, I uh, was with one of the big corporate uh, companies for about nine years. Uh -huh. And um, then I met with the brokers at Ferrari Lund, which is a local company. And I've been with them for almost six years. Uh -huh. Family oriented. Yeah. Great people to work with. I am in love with the brokers. There are three offices in town, so it's, it's, it's growing. Yeah. But they still keep it family-oriented, and, and I love that. Very That's nice. That's why I'm with them, yeah. A lot of professionalism I know out of Ferrari Lund yes. real estate. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sherry, when we were going into the break, we were talking about alternatives to the housing challenges that people are having here in northern Nevada. And we were talking about the rural areas and you know, uh, uh, giving some information about some mortgage opportunities that are there in the rural areas that aren't here in the metro areas and the price differences in the rural areas. The difference from Reno to Fermi, as you and I know, is well over $100,000. And, you know, manufactured homes is another great option. Uh, I didn't get a chance to share what my thought about an option, or I was wondering if the people are using these options. Uh, are there any, is there much talk about having two families buy one home? 
so they can at least get started. I got to tell you, the reason I asked about this is because I come from a very large family. And so there were people in my family where two brothers decided they could not afford to buy a house at the moment, but they got together, bought a house, moved two families in there. Then after a while, one of them bought another house and they were able to at least roll. Is there any of that kind of activity going on where people do that? Yes. In fact, I have done transactions where um, an individual purchased a duplex mm -hmm. and uh, one family lives on one side of the duplex and the other family lives on the other. Oh, so like they that. still have privacy of their own, but yet they combine their uh, finances to be able mm -hmm. to obtain a home between the two. You know, it'd be kind of nice if all homes were like a duplex. When you really needed to shut that door, you could shut that door. <laughs> <laughs> and you kids could say, on one hand, side, yeah. right? <laughs> I was going to say the wife. <laughs> well, I, didn't I went with the kids. Yes. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Although I did, I did know a married couple, that's exactly what they did. They each lived on one side of the duplex, and they had a very successful marriage for many, many years. <laughs> I'm sure it works. You keep your mess over there, I'll keep my mess exactly. over here. Well, you don't like my knickknacks? You're right, and I don't like your trophy <laughs> head on the wall. So, yeah. Right, so that's great advice for our listeners, right? This is an option. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know I know another option, Eloisa, that some people use is a cosigner, right? They have somebody that can help them. Uh, and I, I know that in the years past, it was easy to put a cosigner on a loan. Is it still able to, are you still able to do cosigning on loans? Yes. Non-occupant cosigners? Yeah. Yes. I am able to do that. However, uh, most people are hesitant to cosign, you know, because of the problems I of the last few years. Yep. Um, the one thing that I always uh, clarify for clients is the cosigner does not have to be on the hook for 30 years. A couple of years down the road, once you provide proof that you are able to handle the payment mm -hmm. yourself and that you have from day one been making the payment, we can do a refinance and remove that person from the liability and the responsibility. Well, there you go. And I know that uh, a lot of family members like to help their other family members. And maybe this is the way to do that. So these are good options that people need to consider. And there's many, many more. I always recommend that you talk to your real estate and mortgage professional directly to get the right advice for you. So the way to find Eloisa Phelps, it's at Summit Funding. You can Google Summit Funding Sparks, and I bet you get right there. Yes. You'll find Eloisa Phelps and Jason Garabito at Ferrari Lund Real Estate. Same thing. Google Jason Garabito. That's Y-E-Y. Y-E-Y. That's an interesting name, Jason. <laughs> Were you named after your dad, your mom? Which one? I always tell my uh, uh, the story, this side of the story, that before me there were two daughters. Yeah. And when I, find, when I was born, it was, yay, a son. <laughs> yay, son. Yeah, I got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm Very sure she meant Jason, but, you know, in yeah. Spanish, the, yay, the, the J and the Y have right. the same sound. Well, you so. never forget it. But, no, I'm glad you're here today. You're a real uh, experienced pro in the real estate business. And when we talk about things like buying duplexes and maybe buying property in rural areas, uh, investors, right? Uh, there's an element of investment in all real estate because you're putting a lot of money into it. But when people buy investment property, or they convert property to investment, and a lot of times they make mistakes. That's why Sherry Hill is with us today. Sherry, you work with a lot of real estate investors. I know that. Yes, I do. From and all over the country. All over the country. <laughs> and uh, so if somebody wants to buy their very first rental house or they want to buy a 50-unit apartment building, uh, you could work in that range. You're not limited by, like mortgage lenders, right? Some mortgage lenders can only do up to four units. Some mortgage lenders can only do commercial. You can you help people on all sides. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, how long did it take you to be a success uh, in what you do? Well, I've been doing this twenty five years, so uh, it took me a little while. Twenty five years. <laughs> That's the answer. Twenty five years. No, I learned a lot of this many years ago. However, it's just doing it every single day, which you know puts me. Well, like I say, I can answer a lot of questions. I've asked a lot of questions and really understanding the investment and what they want to do with it. I mean, you have to know going in your exit strategy. In the investment world, it isn't I'm going to buy a piece of investment real estate and then sell it in two years. It might be I want to 1031 exchange it or I want to expand the empire or I want to get out of the state. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we have to kind of know the exit strategy going in. So we're developing the right strategy on how you protect those assets and hold title to those assets so it accomplishes your long-term goal. I like what you said there about empire. Yes. You know, uh, <laughs> if I came to you and said, sure, I'd like to build a real estate empire, could you really help me? I absolutely could. Oh, I know you could. I'm I mean, you. obviously, 
you know, Every, everyone in, in is right. has a role in that. Yeah. I don't yeah. sell real estate and I don't write mortgages. I am there to set you up in your limited liability company or corpse, depending mm. on the type of investing. So mm. I play an important role in the process and I am a huge believer of staying in your lane. Yeah. Yeah. I know the way that you work and I think I want our listeners to really understand that there are sometimes you go to somebody for some services and, and you say, uh, I need to change the tires on my car. Can you? Yeah, I need a transmission. Oh, we can do that. What about the headlights? I'll need that. But they're really not experts on all mm -hmm. of those all those areas. They just want any business that they can get. Mm -hmm. Sherry, I know you don't operate that way because I've heard people ask you, "Are you an attorney?" No. All right. Are you uh, Are you going to do my taxes? No. Uh, are you a CPA? Can you give <laughs> no, me some guidance no, to that? I'm no, not no. going to sell you insurance. Can, I'm not going to set up your retirement plan. Can you train me? Uh, <laughs> can you train me how to be a good uh, salesman? Well, that uh, I could. That you could. <laughs> there you go. Can you train me how to run an efficient business by keeping an eye on the different uh, Absolutely. The parts? Uh, yes. How about what kind of structure from it? You know, there's, I hear about corporations, LLCs, C-Corps. Uh, what is the other one? Uh, independent uh, contractor. And then there's sole proprietor, solo proprietor. Uh, so a sad proprietor. I've heard that one too. Uh, can you set me up like that, or is it maybe some people? I, actually, I have set up a sole proprietorship for someone uh, against my very grain, but that's yeah. all he needed. But so. when it comes to real estate, there's a very good reason why it has to be done a certain way, right? Yes. Why is that? No. Well, a lot of it is, you know, when we're forming an LLC and we're moving the real estate inside of it, we're changing how you hold title. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we're not affecting due on sale clause for the lender. We want to make sure that we're not creating reassessment or mm -hmm. creating transfer tax. And so because I was an escrow officer for so many years, I understand the chain of title. Yeah. And that's what sets me apart from pretty much everybody else around there mm -hmm. or in the industry is because I do understand all of that mm -hmm. so that uh, you get to keep moving forward and you don't get flung back because you did it incorrectly. Well, let me ask you, if I have three rental houses that I own and I got renters in each one of them, and somebody has an uh, accident in one of the houses, one guest, he falls off the steps and breaks his arm and goes to the hospital. Uh, I got those three houses. Uh, if he sues me, he's only going to interact with that house, or could he interact with my other houses? Well, he's, it depends on how you're holding title. Well, I'm so So if, you're, I'm so if they're all in your personal all name, my name yeah. everything's up for grabs. So, he, so I could be sued on houses that he's never even Exactly. Visited. So if I set up an entity, a corporation, is that... Is that what would be the advice for me? Well, I'm not going to give advice over the oh, air. Oh, that's right. I'm not but... the because I'm not paying you. <laughs> uh, no wonder. She wants to see cash before you I... You know, any time you are in the process of building wealth, everybody else wants it. So uh -huh. we want to make sure that we isolate those assets so that if you do have liability exposure, you're not creating exposure for everything else you own. Yeah. And so depending on the state that you're investing in and depending on who you're investing with, it's going to change our strategy. And no two deals are the same. Just Never. Like in real estate, right? Never. But I do know that you help people out a lot and you consult with a lot of people. What is the best way for people to get with you if they want to do that? Uh, free consult, 30 minutes. So reach out, 775-786-5515. Mm -hmm. You know, there's really another way that people can get a free consultation from Sherry Hill. If you stay tuned to this radio station right after this show, it's the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry, you do a great job interviewing great guests and talking about the world of being an entrepreneur. I bet you've got something special for us today. I do. All right. We're going to stay tuned to the Sherry Hill Show. <laughs> it's coming up next. To our guests, any final thoughts or do you have a question for Sherry? Anything? Well, we just thank you for sharing the wealth of information with us. Yes, I'm glad to have met you both. And certainly we our paths cross in the real estate world. So, yeah, just doing our parts. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you for having us over. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. You bet, Jason. We're going to put your information and uh, Luis's information, of course, Sherry Hill's information, on the digital podcast posting that we do after the radio show. It'll be right there in the description. And if you have any questions about our guests or the format of our show, I'm always encouraging our listeners to get in touch with me. You can reach me by email, peter at sageam.com. That's sage.com or nevadarealestateradio.com. Either way, it will get to me. 
Stay tuned to Sherry Hill, and be sure to join us next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends to join us. They can make a great deal on real estate, too. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.